On In Radio, and wherever you get your podcasts, I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. This week, the Norwegian experiment, switching off FM. I'm in the cold and snowy environment of Vienna in Austria this week at the world's largest radio conference, Radio Days Europe. 1,600 delegates are here, according to a pull-up poster, and they never lie. Last Sunday, I moderated a special workshop on the Norwegian decision last year to switch off FM. And they've now done that for all national and many local radio stations. And by market share, 95% of all radio listened to is now no longer on FM, but online and on DAB+. Now, DAB+, as you know, is broadcast radio. It's a speaker in a box with an antenna receiving a signal broadcast from on top of a hill somewhere. There's no SIM card or data plan, but you do need a brand new radio, of course. Online radio is quite different and quite small in comparison. Turning off FM was pretty courageous. The public service broadcaster did it to get more stations on air, moving from three national stations to over ten and saving lots of money in transmission costs. The commercial stations did it to be able to run eight stations instead of just one, and a relaxation in content regulation as well. In all, a typical Norwegian has moved from five stations on FM to more than 35 on DAB. The last FM transmitters went silent in December and weekly PPM measurement has been measuring what the audience have been doing. So the special workshop was a way of reporting back to the industry the effect of switching off FM. And the answer is surprisingly little effect. Commercial radio has grown slightly in market share. Public radio has slightly shrunk. Daily radio listening is down by about 10%, but weekly listening year on year appears to have dipped by less than 2%. So it's not been a massive success, not that anyone was expecting that, but neither has it been a massive failure either. The commercial stations were quiet when I asked them about revenue, but it sounds as though, even though they're running eight stations instead of just one, their costs haven't changed much. A relaxation on content rules has helped. They feel they've made radio fit for the future. The friendly Norwegians are keen that other countries learn from what they did, and in the room was at least one delegate from Switzerland, the country that will probably be next to turn off FM. 60% of radio listening is on DAB Plus in the country already, and they're keen to complete switchover by 2022 or even earlier. And it's also interesting to spot a happy band of keyboard warriors keenly sensing nonsensical, keenly sending nonsensical emails to journalists about how bad DAB is in Norway and what a awful thing it is. It's a lovely thing that radio gets people so emotional. And whether it's HD radio or DAB in the UK, there's something about transmission techniques for radio that works people up. And I'm delighted that people care so much. Meanwhile, wait for May the 17th and we'll get some clarity from the UK because that's the next release of radio listening from that country and it'll probably be the survey where digital listening goes above 50% for the first time. That'll be the trigger for digital switchover, say the industry, which isn't entirely true. It'll be instead the trigger for the government to consider it. And after years of the UK radio industry excitedly talking it up, they appear to be keen now to urge caution. Anyway, the Norwegians have put their story online. I think it's on there at radiodso.com. That's radiodso.com. That'll find their website with lots of data and lots of information, and it's worth a read. You can get my weekly newsletter at james.crid.land and daily podcast news at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening.